0: the business worldwide and this is your main event of the evening with a one hour time limit the man in charge of this episode is your host vic muscat and yes i hate my lighting right now but eh, well, it is what it is we got everyone all the knights of the round table on today for the, this for our guest today gentlemen how we doing
1: doing good doing good
0: our guest today he is the yes. leader of the greatest faction in professional wrestling today. The greatest. The way, the real way, not the NXT ripoff that they had oh. that they lasted a couple of months. The legit real, 100% pure
2: way. Rick Lib, how are you doing, sir? Rick Lieb, L-I-E-B. He- I'm for E except after C. Um, that's all right. Everybody messes it up. Uh Listen, I'm doing good. I'm glad you introduced us that way. Because you know what, we have a trademark on the name. I got proof if anybody wants to see it. And, uh, you know, we own wrestlers against yard And the way is our surname, and has been since 2018. So if anybody has an issue with that, you know, Vince, take it up with me, take it up with my lawyer. So if
0: you could describe your professional wrestling journey using one word, what would it be and why?
2: A sewing circle, because you got a bunch of gripey little girls in there, but you know what? I mean, I've stuck with it for 34 years, so I guess I like it. I'm a glutton for punishment. (laughs)
3: You and me both, brother. You and me right. both. So tell us if about you your first day of wrestling training. If What's you don't that? mind me asking, oh, go ahead, Go, go ahead, ahead. Vic. Turn go go ahead, ahead. Okay. podcast, brother. You go ahead, sir. Go ahead. I just want to know about his
0: first day of wrestling training.
2: First day of wrestling training, well, you got to understand, it was 1988 when I started training. Um, it was the guy guy by the name of Denny O, he was doing it in a yard because back then people didn't have schools. Like these cool schools that you see nowadays, they weren't around. You got trained by a guy who was a veteran. You know, he was showing us videos of him wrestling Andre the Giant and all kinds of guys like that. And, you know, and then he's like, you know, let's go out there, I'll show you guys how to do this. We had to take bumps on the grass. By the way, I'm allergic to grass, so I'd come home with rashes all over me, but you know what? I'd go back the next day because I wanted to continue learning, and the the for the most part, it teaches you better as far as, in my opinion, as far as the technical wrestling, but man, I watched some of them old videos of me running ropes, and I just want to slap me around wow. it because it's like, wow, need a ring for that. I think, I think Mad Max, Mad Max over here knows exactly what I'm talking about.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was trained by the assassin number three. And I think the first year back in 88, I was training in his backyard. Yeah. And it That's wasn't how they did that it back then. either. Go on. Yeah, I mean it was like using the ropes. I mean the using the ropes was like hitting the fence. That was our ropes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the bushes. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. You didn't have you didn't have rings. Exactly. People didn't have rings. When we re- when we would do events, I know they, they rented a boxing ring. So guess what? No spring and And mm-hmm. this was an NWA affiliate and NWA was the top dog back then. I mean it was tough.
1: yeah that's where I trained was
3: the boxing ring. did you? I mean I'd rather take a bump I'd rather take a bump in the backyard on the on the ground than in a boxing ring to be honest with you. yeah the boxing ring the boxing ring wasn't
2: fun when I hit that so once I got it in there and I hit the boxing out. ring, I was like, man, th- this, no, this ain't really nice. <laughs> so, and they even put an extra padding on it, but the extra padding was actually the uh, wrestling, the school wrestling tumbling mat, which those things are hard. They don't, they're not soft. So I think it actually hurt the bump more than it helped it. Luckily, we got our bumps down. When you're bumping on crash, you learn how to bump properly.
3: So you're brought in old school then?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. I was even told when I show up to an event, if I'm not wearing a suit, go home. So I had to go out and buy a suit. And, you know, it's like, because they said that it's a business. You go to If if a businessman shows up at his office, he's wearing a suit. If you're going to come to our office, you have to wear a suit. So everybody had to dress in suits and we'd show up at the event in suits. If we traveled, we had to travel wearing suits. Or if you're traveling long distance, you wear, you wore like shorts or whatever you were going to wear. And then when you got to like, right before you got in that state, they wanted you to change and put the suit on. It was weird. I mean, there are some weird rules. Oh, the, the, uh, Baby faces weren't allowed to travel with us because we were heels. We had to live the gimmick. And, you know, for the most part, that's hard because the only people that are allowed to see who you really are, are your your close friends and family. And so you end up having, and, and I'm, 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 to this day, I don't break kayfabe. I don't, I just, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I'm doing it somewhat here But trust me, not all the way, Uh, (laughs) but, uh, you know, I, I don't, and it's, it's because I was told I I'm not allowed. And so I mentally go into it thinking that way.
0: So go ahead.
3: between,
0: Between wrestling school and your first match, how long did it take you to train for your first match?
2: About a year. About a year. We trained. We first we trained with uh, Denio. And then when he couldn't do any more, he 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 referred me to a promoter named Billy Boa and Billy Boa had mattresses in his basement, basically did the same thing Stu Hart did. And so we went over there and we bounced around basically on these mattresses. He would have wrestlers come down there from his promotion and they would train us like that it was it was way different than it is now way different I mean you guys would it for anybody that wrestles now if you guys would have went in with that back then you would have been like oh my gosh I don't know if I can handle this I mean it's it's really t- I think that's the reason why a lot of the guys now don't have the same mindset as the guys that we had back in the day I mean to us this is a man's sport I, I'd rather be hitting the ring than have somebody slap their ass or their thigh I'd rather, I just, just hit me. I mean, what, the, what, what are we, what are we, you know, we're men, you know, I, I if you're going to, if you're going to wrestle me, make contact with me, I'm a grown man. I can take your punishment. I wouldn't be in this business. If I didn't professional wrestlers are supposed to be the toughest guys on the planet. I believe we still are. We just have to, we're just few and far now. It's there's a difference between us pro wrestlers and the sports entertainers. I mean, plain and simple and mad max to answer your question you're about to ask 51. it sounds like you're gonna ask how old i was i'm 51. (laughs) was I right
4: (laughs) okay
3: then (laughs) man i'm still the oldest guy here
4: yeah i'm probably the youngest you're, you're
3: you're ancient
4: Damn. Gotta make gotta add water
3: to me to make it instant. Shit.
4: I mean shit. I'm probably the youngest one here. I just turned 21 last month. I yeah. don't know. I think Josh still drinks out of the mom's boob.
0: I'm Josh. I'm I just 13.
1: turned 18. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm 10 years off from getting my AARP membership to be in the way for real.
2: Oh man. yeah you are definitely breaking all the molds by being in the way. We usually we usually don't allow you young kids in there.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Have you have you ever wrestled Josh in the ring?
2: Oh yeah. He, he posts very well because he was, he was about a hundred pounds lighter though.
1: I will will never forget my first encounter with the way was being yard tar crashed. And I got thrown out of the ring. He threw me out of the ring. And when I say I hit the floor, I hit the floor.
2: (laughs) Well, the thing is, Josh, if I'm going to throw you out of the ring on something called a yard tar crash, which is supposed to be us. Interrupting somebody who shouldn't be in our ring and brutally beating them up and then throwing them out of the ring. Would it have looked good if I placed you out of the ring? I had to throw you
1: out. <laughs> you know me. I, I I do not complain. I'll take You didn't I'll, think about it. Look at animal animals animals. Animal,
2: most- animal at that time had twenty inch arms. I think they're eighteen now. They might be they might be nineteen. I mean, he still, he still feels like you're hitting solid steel. It's still no fun, which is the reason why I'm glad he turned babyface because I really want to get in there and wrestle him. I, I need somebody to actually, uh, can, you know, like hit me. Uh, <laughs> I just enjoy it. And, so, uh, and then maybe after I knock some sense in him, he'll come back to the way.
0: So if, for the people who don't know out there, tell them, what is, who is the way and how did the way come about?
2: Okay, well, the way came about when me and Animal were sitting in the kitchen one day at my house and we were talking about how wrestling has just become everybody, like like nobody dresses properly anymore. You see people going in there with shirts and pants and just, I, I was told I had to wear proper gear or I wasn't allowed to wrestle. They said, if you come in here looking like one of their fans, then guess what? You're going to sit with one of the fans. And I'm like, okay, so you dress professional. Uh, you know, you have people wearing kick pads instead of boots. I hate that. I hate that. That well, I'll let slide a little bit, but I would prefer boots. I would prefer trunks, but you know what you got a singlet will be fine. Um, uh, spandex will be fine, but just don't dress like you just shopped at Walmart, please. Because it's like, it, it doesn't belong in the ring. And uh, so we were talking about that. We were talking about how uh, nobody wants to make contact anymore. Uh, everybody cries about it. I'm like, man, it's a bunch of yard tarts, man. That's all it is out there anymore. And it you know, they gave up on wrestling. And, you know, so we were starting to we're like, man, we need to do something with that, that, you know, the word yard tarts. Cause it's a great, it's a great offensive word. And so we're like, I, I, I came up to, I was like, well, you know, what about the way wrestlers against yard tards? And he's like, I love it. And so we went, we went from being the four henchmen because we were trying to be, we, we wanted the fans to boo us by thinking that we were marks. And unfortunately, as heels, they were still cheering us. And so we're like, okay, that didn't work. So we went to the way and we started the yard tar crashing. And when we started doing the yard tar crashing, that's when we started getting good heat because then all of a sudden, because we weren't letting even, we told, we weren't even letting people in in the business know what was going on. We would just let the person we were going to yard tar crash know. And the promoter, that's it. So the promoter had an idea of it so that, you know, he could tell the, the, them to play my music and mm-hmm. the uh, the guy that we were going to yard crash had to know the rest of the guys in the back were not allowed in on it because they wanted to, we, they we wanted to get a feel that we were just real, real villains. And this way, you know, it, and it worked. I mean, I, I was getting uh, threats by other wrestlers from all around saying that we should you know and i'm like and i'm thinking to myself i'm like okay sports entertainer what are you gonna do to me you know come on down <laughs> i gave him <them> the address <laughs> I was like, it's all i can do you know but uh of course they, they 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 they, were tough online apparently um but yeah so that's what started it and then the members what we did when we first started we brought in uh, max cortez obviously for obvious reasons because max is you know, one of my brothers, and he's the man. And of course, Vinny DeMarzo. Uh, and so it was me, Max, Vinny DeMarzo. And then uh, we had Justin Dreams in, but he was on his way out to retire, you know, and um, we also had A in who was in the uh, henchman with us. And but he also was on, on his way out to retire. So you know, like, because they were getting up there, of course, they're both younger than me, but I don't age.
0: <laughs> Just you don't know, hate me,
3: and I now,
2: talk a lot, by the way. So I'm apologize right now in advance. I'm one of those weirdos that like to hear themselves speak.
1: And now, who does the way consist of? <laughs>
2: Wait, hold on, I got to go to the next thing because I'm basically reading lips. All right, what'd you say, Josh?
1: I said, "Who does the way consist of now?" Okay, the way consists of now. It's Myself,
2: Max and Josh Cortez, aka Schizo, depending on which personality we bring to the party. Um, uh, Vinny DeMarzo and Miles Jacobs, another youngster.
0: Miles Jacobs sounded like when he was on the show that
2: he only went. Hold on, hold on. Let me switch over. Did you say something, Josh? No, Vic did. Vic did. Oh, I heard voices and didn't see lips moving. Sorry, Vic. Go ahead. That's well, what you hang out with schizo, and the voices in your head start talking. It's oh, my like, gosh. Okay. We know which one we brought to the party. He's just pretending to be Josh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Yes>. Oh, wow. <laughs> when
0: we had Miles Jacobs on, he, sound, he was acting like that. He was the leader of the way.
2: He was what? The leader of the way um no he's the kid he's the child of the way he's he's the one that we're trying to bring along and trying to mold into a wrestler but you know he he doesn't um he's he's not grasping what we're telling him to do um as far as leaders uh no no sorry the, the kid is not the leader um th- we are supposed to be a group of all leaders but if 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 you know, if if you really want to know, I would say that the three heads of the table right now would be myself, Max Cortez and Vinny DeMarzo. And I believe Josh would even agree with that because you've got us as the three senior um, parties in the way. And, you know, but of course, who's our enforcer in the way right now? His name is Josh Cortez, you know, former world champion. I'm a former two-time world champion. But, I mean, I'm up there in age. So we needed somebody else that can go around there and grab them belts. I can still grab a belt. But I'm pretty sure i probably have to have a tag team uh, partner with it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and, and, and <laughs> hey, tell you what, give me a month, and I'll probably be ready to wrestle for the world championship again. And Cody Reaper, if you're listening, don't think that the way is over with you. Trust me, son, because one know. of us is
1: coming for you. Trust and believe. I've already told him after I get done with Merciless. Yeah. I'm coming for him. Absolutely. And you know what? I uh, my way of looking at
2: it is like this. Okay, first, yeah, we're gonna have to. You're gonna have to get merciless, and then I've already made an open challenge for him. After, after Schizo Light gets beat up by the real Schizo, um, because I don't believe in Schizo Light, and it don't believe in me. And then when I get done, when when the real Schizo gets done beating up Schizo Light, then I told him you could stop pretending to be Schizo. Go back to being Marcus Knight, you know, the the, the best of all time, the boat, and Russell the goat. Because you know what? People have been wanting the goat versus the boat for a long time, and I believe it's time for us to, you know, unfortunately for him, that ship will sink.
0: Sounds like it will sink very quickly. What's yeah. that? It's not like the ship was sink
2: very, lost sooner than later. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's going to sink. It, it, it's going to sink on October 8th when Schizo uh, gets, beats the crap out of Schizo Light. But then when he's done with Schizo Light, then he's going to go back to Schizo Light becomes Marcus Knight. Hey, I'm a poet and didn't know it. Then I'm going to go in there. I'm going to get him in the ring, and I, I'm ch- going gonna, gonna to open challenge him for the December show. And, you know, if if let's say it's close enough to New Year's where his balls will drop, maybe then we'll go ahead and we'll have a real good match again. 2 It'll be two losses for him in a row, but, I mean, you know, hey, it sucks to be him. You got everything down for the rest of the year. Oh, the plan's staff. I'm, I'm upset that he cost my boy the title. He
1: cost him the bill. He spit in my face and thought that shit was weak. But just wait until I'm grinding his face into a cage. Then we'll see who's weak.
2: Hey, and we're going to... On October 8th, you're going to prove to the world that spitters are quitters. (laughs) Damn right.
1: So my wife always told me, God bless her If she was in the car right now She'd kick your ass
2: <laughs> That's why I was able to say it while she wasn't <laughs> <laughs> You notice I looked before I said too right I was like <laughs>
0: Smart man
2: Right
4: <laughs> Smart man I mean shit, if my wife were here She'd probably just look at me When, uh, when you said that She'd be like How do you know? I mean, shit. My my wife, she has a dirty mind. Folks. She, so she every Maya, time she actually. hears someone say that, man, like, well, we're women talk- with dirty minds are the best. Man.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're going to Vegas this weekend. Strip club. Hold on. Al.
4: Oh, nice! Yeah, Vegas isn't really too far from me because like I'm uh, over in like the Dallas area of Texas, so Vegas is only like maybe a seven-hour drive, maybe a little more.
2: Yeah, we're gonna be uh the Cauliflower Alley Club uh, banquet is this week, next week coming up, but it starts at the beginning of the weekend, like uh, I believe it's uh Sunday or Monday, and so we're gonna fly out there a little bit early so that we can you know enjoy our a little bit of time before people get there, and then. When the wrestler, when when all the wrestlers from all over the world show up and stuff, you know, we just hang out. We'll do the things that we do. Um, you know, we gotta pay respects to my boy Yeti who passed away. Uh, he died. Me and him both got uh, COVID last time we went to last year in Vegas. Uh, when we got home, Yeti Yeti ended up dying. From the COVID. I end up coming home on oxygen after almost a two week stay in the hospital. They said I was going to die, but I told them, you don't understand immortality. Um, I was like, you doctors don't know. You, no. Hey. Triple bypass couldn't stop me, neither could this. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't die. I never have before. So I don't know what, what where they got their odds. Well, feels mm-hmm.
0: awesome. More power to you.
2: Right. But no, seriously, though, um, we're going to go there. We're going to pay respect for Yeti. And then a week after that, after we come back, because we'll be back on October October 1st, I think, or October 2nd. And then the following week, uh, we're going to, I'm going to beat up Die Hard the Hunter on October 8th. Uh, Skitzo's going to beat up Skitzo Light on October 8th. And then I think after, since I'm probably not going to break a sweat after destroying Die Hard in a Cage for the second time, I think I'm probably just going to go ahead and, and, and jump into that uh, Yeti Memorial bunkhouse brawl and uh, win that too. Why not?
0: Will you go to Vegas, are you bringing the wife with you?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My yeah. wife, my yeah. wife is, uh, she loves the strip club out there in Vegas. Okay, so you work with That's
0: nice in the middle. Okay. I watch her get the dances. It's fine. <laughs> who buys That's them, it.
3: though?
0: Who
2: buys them? Does she, you buy them, or does she buy them? Uh, oh, oh, oh. She, she'll she buy them, or um, I'll buy them for her. I mean, depending on who wants to you know, get it first. But, yeah, I mean, she, she yeah. It's, it's been interesting. Only in Vegas.
4: Yeah, only uh, wrestlers' Vegas, wives Vegas. do this,
2: by the way. Ask Vincent.
4: Oh, yeah. Like, me. the way me and my wife are, we'll go to a strip club and we'll both get dances and then we'll have fun with the strippers after. <laughs> <laughs> See?
2: I told her, she, she bought me a dance and I told her, I was like, don't do that ever again. I, I The turn on is me watching her get the dance.
4: Yeah, so... Get, here's a funny story so i'm just chilling you know in the bed and everything and then my wife shows me this website it's a legalized brothel in nevada about maybe oh, yeah. a mile out outside of uh las vegas and she was like hey would you want to do a vacation here i'm like why not <laughs> chicken club uh, i forgot the name of it i'd have to the ask Monster my club? wife she gets back in the room but yeah there's a legalized brothel.
2: yeah it's not it because uh they got the one that they had on TV. I forgot what it's called, but that's all the way up in the freaking by Reno. But then they have another one down there. And yeah, I, I know she's she's done that to me before too. showed me it and stuff. And I'm like, man, it's like, we ain't spending that kind of money on.
4: freaking It's expensive, man. Like I, I saw the prices and I was like, Jesus, I know. Right. <laughs> Like, man. Like, shit. that that, that costs more than some of the stuff uh, where I'm originally from. Because, like, me, I I just moved here to Texas, like, a few months ago. But I'm originally from Long Island, New York, about an hour outside of New York City. So, everything there is expensive. I mean, New York. (laughs) But, like, I saw the price of that, and I was like, God damn, it's like I'm going back home.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I remember our first, well, my first time in Vegas with Rick. <laughs> Let's hear it, man! Let's hear it. You're, you got to Josh. You already opened the door. We're walking down the. We're walking down the strip. It's me, Rick, Chaz Taylor. Di- wasn't Die Hard there.
2: My, yeah, yeah.
1: Die Hard. Die Hard. Max. Max. Kevin. And a few others. And we walk past this, this massage parlor <laughs> and all six of us stop in our tracks because there's this little Chinese woman sitting in there going to town on this dude, just stroking his shit. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Back and look, and she gets up and closes the door and we, oh all my gosh, laughing. he got his happy ending. It was probably...
2: Probably uh, Deshaun Watson. Probably. I'm not trying to start anything. Spread rumors. The, the,
0: the story can't um, be they're,
3: they're not rumors.
0: Oh, I know. <laughs> so the, the door was just wide open
1: while this guy was getting jerked off? Yes, wide open. Like, what? she got up real quick and closed the door and shut the blinds and we're all just like, Okay, I guess they do that here, <laughs> <All> right?
0: <laughs> that's bad she loved him long time.
4: <laughs>
0: customer service, though.
4: Okay, so my wife did hear that uh, brothel conversation. She just texted me the name of it. Uh, it's called Sherry's Ranch.
2: Sherry's Ranch.
4: All right. Yeah, that's the name of the brothel. Cause like my uh, my wife just texted it to me because apparently she heard the conversation from the bathroom. So. Uh,
2: Jesus, hey. The is show. I mean, wives hear everything, except for when you need them to do something.
4: Yep. Uh, amen, you know? I'll vouch for shit. that. He looks around to make
1: sure. Don't get bitch slapped.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm just getting bitch slapped. <laughs> My wife. We've, we've crossed the line so many times in this show. It's just, now it's just, I just they already get it over with. But Max, you were, you were with me during the interview with Miles Jacobs. He sounded extremely cocky and arrogant like he owned the way, didn't he?
3: Definitely. That's why you're asking me what the hell this is a, a whole other side of Max. Let me ask you a that. question. Yes, sir. Let me ask you a question. He's a good kid.
2: He doesn't have his head on straight, though. I believe he's got all the potential in the world, and maybe one day, long after I retire, maybe he will become that. But, 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 let's be serious for a minute. Do you really think that man has the leadership qualities yet?
3: No. Oh, no. and how was- many years? That, how many years has he got underneath him now? five no that no way has he got any kind of potential becoming leader at all
2: yeah and half the time it was with people you gotta you got you have to break him with some of the bad training that he had and 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 tell him you know look because he's over there and he wants to play by the rules still and can't do that kind of stuff all the time sometimes you know it thinks smarter not harder you know a shortcut every now and then isn't gonna hurt things it's just gonna make things easier you know whoever taught him how to go and do you know wrestle by the rules all the time all the time bad training bad training he needs help and i'm here to help him and he's got to understand that
1: the way are not cheaters we're not
2: cheaters I'm saying shortcut takers. Every once in a while, if I need to take a shortcut, I will. You know, no cop, no stop. I say that, you know, if you're driving and if there's a referee, no ref, you know, no stop. I mean, you just do what you got to do. The ref don't see it, you're not doing
3: it. If the referee
4: doesn't see it, did it really happen?
3: It's only illegal if you get caught. Right.
2: The only time. The only time that I would dispute that is when, like, the one match where my shoulder was clearly up and the referee was out of position. I and, can't that. Yeah. And, like,
3: anybody that watches it will see that. I guess there's always one guy in the bunch that thinks that, okay, I've been here a month. I'm a professional wrestler. All you guys need to start listening to me. You guys need to bow down to me. That shit does not fly. I'm telling all you mud dogs and green guys out there to listen. You're not going to make it into business with that kind of attitude.
2: You're going to get your ass handed to Right. You know, and in a way, you know, if he wants to act like he's that green I'm going to have any issues with Miles Jacobs. I might have to just educate the boy a little bit and tell him, Hey, look, son, you can't go on places acting like you've got leadership qualities when you're by far the lowest on the totem pole right now. You know what I mean? It's like, you're not, you're not the top dog in the group, you know, and, and me, Max and Vinny DeMarzo were the top dogs in that group. And the reason why is because we're the senior wrestlers, we're, you know, with us, with us, uh, easy for me to say. With with us three, I have to say it all slow. Uh, you've got um, almost a hundred years of freaking, you know, wrestling behind us. I mean, it's it's a long time. Yeah,
0: it was just I got. I was very confused about like who was the leader, who was members of the way. Because he, yeah, had much about I'm, I'm actually guys. very
3: shocked
2: to hear this. This is interesting. I I
0: episodes episodes up on my YouTube if you want to ever watch it.
2: Yeah, we may have to keep him home on here. October 8th. Ground him from going out and playing until he gets his head on straight. And uh, it has to happen. See
3: it if has team to is happen. done.
2: They're playing under the lights tonight, guys. My son's playing baseball under the lights. He just scored a run before I got out here. He stole home, so that was like okay, cool. Now I can walk over and, and get on the uh, get on the camera.
0: What position? People is he next playing? to me,
2: park next to me, wondering who I'm
0: talking to. <laughs> it's a bunch of nobodies.
2: Yeah, everybody, so you, you should subject? see it because because I kind of talk loud because, you know, I don't hear, so I'm, like, kind of everybody that's walked by, like, the two cars that were parked next to me and the two cars are parked diagonally in front of me, they're, like, staring in the window, like, trying to see who's talking and I'm, like, okay, yeah, you're, you're nosy.
3: I hear you. I'm there. I've been there already, man. <laughs> been there, done that. Right? Be watching TV, my wife's, like, Babe, turn the damn TV down. Uh, it's not loud. She goes, you got it on 30. Yeah. So I got a lower I, uh, down to like 15, and I can't hear it. It's funny because I never got the cauliflower ear, side, but fine, I got, side. the ear got
2: rang so bad that I lost like 80% of the hearing in my right ear. And I mean, you know what? It is what it is. I'm not here to whine. I chose this sport. And so I'm going to continue to do it. And I'm not, I I have no sign of slowing down anytime soon. I mean, as long as I can still go at a top, top, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I might have to, I don't know. I think you might be instigating between me and Miles Jacobs. though. I'm going to have to have a talk with him. You might be you're pretty good killing killing the business worldwide might be trying to kill the way with inside and I don't know if I like that. Oh
0: hey the episode's up there so it says I can't like, the truth the truth the truth is there. Whether you want to give him a pass, it's up to you. Okay. But I'm just saying it's up there. So you might watch it and be like oh that asshole is over exaggerating. Fuck it. Okay. 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 So I'll watch
2: there. that. I'll watch
0: that. The second one, is episode that we thought he almost got killed at the end. That's what you have to watch. You have to watch the ending of it. He was in his truck, his his truck, and someone was taking a power washer to it. And he didn't know who it was, so he had to end the episode to see who it was. And we we're making jokes about how like, oh, someone's out there just like with axes right now. Why the hell would you leave your truck? You know, not knowing who was out there, banging on it. So
2: he's
0: done two episodes two episodes are together pretty far apart though between one of between them okay it was it part, part of the way
1: don't ask don't ask how many i've done
2: aren't you a, a host
1: yeah but before co-hosting don't ask how many i did
2: oh okay
4: seven right. to, co- seven to be exact <laughs> yeah before co-hosting i was on like one episode
0: Okay. Josh wants a medal or something like that. It's like, do
2: seven episodes. He wants a belt. Just a belt. give him a belt.
1: Don't you Josh know.
2: is a title whore.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, no, good. Okay.
2: In a good way. In a good way. <laughs> not not, not one of them guys that beg for titles. Not one of them guys for begs for, actually in the old school, we call them belts, kids. I, I know that you call them titles nowadays. Back in the day, they called them belts. They were belts or championship belts, or as I like to call them, my championship trophies. Um, But yeah, I'm not saying that you're in a bad way, a title whore. I'm saying that, you know, because like, trust me, we have, we've had our fair share of them, you know, whining and begging, but then they don't understand, you know, you got to understand if you're going to want the belt, you got to, take the punishment with the belt you know we've had guys quit while being champion because they couldn't handle the they couldn't handle the punishment
0: i don't think people really understand how brutal professional wrestling actually is
2: right and professional wrestling still keeps the sport involved whereas the sports entertainment completely doesn't even care if it looks real so,
4: yeah, I, yes, I agree with
2: that. Yeah, and it's sad because you know it's like, you know, our, we should all be on the same page here. You know, someone told me that it evolved. Oh no, it didn't. Because let me let me. When I started, and I think Mad Max could could um, probably confirm this. When we started, we would complain about a twelve hundred dollar gate. You know, twelve or twelve uh, thousand 12, 12, uh, 12, uh, 12, fans. In the gate, you know, like, oh man, there was only twelve. You know, the promoter be like, oh guys, we can't afford to pay this much because promoters always had excuses on paying, no matter when it is. And then, uh, you know, we only got twelve. There's only twelve hundred people out there today. You know, nowadays we're like three hundred. I could pay everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's like three hundred people is a good day. Back then, twelve hundred, which was my first event, we had twelve hundred. The promoter was complaining about how it was a bad day. I don't get it.
4: You see, I wish that pro wrestling would go back to being more old school the way it was back in, say, like the 70s, 80s and stuff like that. I mean, today it's decent at best unless you're don't, like looking at like certain companies like uh, NWA is doing pretty good right now. But like WWE just completely went to shit after the Attitude Era aw2 I can't watch either because that, like that's when they uh, <laughs> get over yeah, here like they, they they seem to be going more towards like the entertainment aspect of things and just completely forgetting about the sports the sports uh, aspect of it like it's supposed to look like a competition it's not supposed to look like river dancing
2: yeah well Freddie Prince jr is the producer you know Fre- Freddie Fre- and don't get me wrong nothing against Freddie prince jr definitely nothing against his dad chico and the man was my favorite tv show growing up but the dude was uh you know for him to be a producer of of a professional wrestling company and not just a professional wrestling company the the top one in the world that doesn't make sense to me
4: it makes no sense at all like no. If anything, I would say that the producer role should be more, uh, like for like the retired boys in the back, like uh, Triple H, for example. He's basically the head of talent right now, and like he's doing a pretty decent job with the creative aspect of things because he understands the sports aspect of things, not just the sports entertainment part.
2: Yeah, and the sad thing is, it was technically Triple H. Like and he
3: has and, the and experience. the click that ruined He's the business. Well that's like with uh WWF it was when, uh, with uh Madison Square Garden
4: gimmick. Uh, yeah. Get off the stack. Yeah.
3: Jack Tunney get off. was present. He was a manager of fucking pizza. Stay hey, right here I on like Mo- Jack Tunney. I mean, I don't understand where on Dodge Green Earth did this they decided hey let's get this guy he's from P- he does pizzas he manages Pizza Hut let's make him VIP you know make him you oh know, gosh I know who you're here. talking about that's yeah, that ain't Jack Tony
2: that's um uh what the hell's his name oh shoot but, I can't I mean, remember his name right now off top of my head but You I remember who when you we is. go off the air
3: uh, but you know who I'm talking about? I talk yeah. About
2: him? He took over. He tra- told Ric Flair to cut his hair. T- told him to get an earring. Yeah. Told him that you know, oh, Jim Hurd. Well, Jim Hurd? Yeah, no business ever, ever doing that or, or, or being involved. No business at all. Jim Hurd—that's a name from the past. Right.
0: During the old
2: activities, the I hate putting him over. I'd rather have forgotten his name and not said it so that I don't put him over on the air. Mm-hmm. Now people are going to Google him. It's too much. That's giving him too much uh, publicity.
4: Speaking okay. of Google, like, honestly, in my professional opinion, I think that not only did Triple H and the click ruined the business but also like internet in the dirt cheats too like nowadays like everything is spoiled online like you know who's making a turn to this company that company you know who's quitting this company that company and like there's a whole lot of speculation online whether it happens or not but like the point is people break character on their uh like social media pages and everything else it's bullshit kayfabe should be brought back and brought back heavily so wrestling could be run the way it was supposed to be like back in the 70s, 80s, stuff like that like back when Bruno San Martino was still wrestling, kayfabe was still real, I mean hell Bruiser Brody, classic kayfabe was real then and, and then it just got messed up and now everything's the way it is today and I don't like it, like I was you see, I'm young and everything, and, and yeah, I'm only about five years in. But at the same time, I'm like, I was trained in like the old school way, both by my dad, who's a manager on the independent circuit, and because like he was trained in the old school way by Johnny Rods, so okay. like. I was trained by Whipwr, Johnny Rods and stuff like that just like my dad and like I was taught how everything used to be, how everything should be and everything like I'm just old school like that. like I believe old school wrestling is still and will always be the best wrestling out there.
2: I agree. And, I yeah. mean, uh, my uh my mentor was uh The Destroyer. Uh Dick Beyer. Great guy. We visit his family every year. Um the uh yeah we we um sorry the people are coming back now so i'm trying to see if my wife is because if so that means she's gonna have to carry two chairs and that means that i'm not and yeah people are from that game so i'm probably gonna have to speed this up here um the uh you mentioned bruiser brody i'm friends with his wife beautiful uh, just an amazing woman uh barbara goodish uh, great lady great lady and uh, I'll actually be seeing her at the Cauliflower Alley Club.
1: Josh, are you going to Cauliflower Alley Club this year? No, uh, we might, but I got to pop off here because I got I to gotta go see our, uh, our way brother, Max. You know what? I got to go too,
2: and I hate to do that okay. because it's actually it's it's getting pun. good. I are you guys okay with that? We're, we're absolutely fine with that. Where can people find you on social media? Okay, um, you can, twitter.com forward, you know, at E-role model uh instagram at erolemodel fakebook.com at erole model, and uh real role model for my fan page but those will probably get taken down soon anyway my wife is over here standing going with her arms up like where were you so i'm gonna go guys i appreciate the interview i don't want you to see me get beat up so it, it's gotta i gotta get out that's good no, no problem but thank
0: no, you is- Thank you very much for coming on the show. Appreciate your time and wish you luck. Absolutely. All right. Thank you very much for coming on, guys. Send me a link
2: so I can share it. Def-
0: definitely. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Thank okay. you very much for listening to Killing the Business podcast. Vic out. See you guys.